In light of recent suicides at Columbia River and Skyview High Schools, I sat down with Erin Chidester, who started a teen suicide prevention program called Unite for Life. He lost two close friends to suicide, so the issue is personal for him. I was a hurting student. You know, I was one of these young people that I now work with. There were so few resources available when I was a young man who was depressed, who was stuck in drug addiction and derailing my life. And so that's why I'm so passionate now about helping young people. Aaron cleaned up his life, spent seven years as a youth pastor, and started Unite for Life, where he's now helping troubled teens in Clark County. I mean, to help kids is so rewarding, but yet it's so difficult to see all the pain that young people are going through. I mean, I sat down with a young lady last week and she's just telling me one story after another of in eighth grade just enduring relentless bullying. In ninth grade, actually had to have a restraining order taken out on a, on a fellow classmate. And now here during her sophomore year has faced the death of seven people that were close to her. From, from two really close friends dying by suicide to uh, her soccer coach dying by suicide. I mean, he said teens are more aware of suicide because it draws a lot of attention on social media websites such as MySpace and Facebook. He explained why suicides should be recognized but not glorified. You know, a memorial site, you know, almost like a shrine on campus, wearing t-shirts to, to remember the person who died would be glorifying it. You know, those types of things create a contagion. Same thing with Facebook. You know, every time someone dies by suicide, a rest in peace page is put up for them and thousands of teenagers get onto this rest in peace page. All of these things are actually contributing to this contagion. I also spoke with author and parent educator Diane Moore. She explained that suicide is really problem solving and said that the logical part of a teenager's brain isn't developed enough to problem solve alone nor with its peers. The limbic system is much more powerful. Their logical reasoning part of their brain, if you were to hook it up to see how much electricity is going through it, it would power a nightlight. If you hooked up their limbic system, um, it, it would be like a forest fire. The limbic system, which is a um, five lobes in your brain that thinks, it thinks in emotional footprints. It doesn't distinguish. When things are bad, it's death. So we got to teach our kids that when sometimes we feel death, doesn't mean death. Boiled down, Suicide is, is problem solving. Well, you can see how the teen brain is not equipped to do it by itself or with its friends. It actually gets worse with friends. That's why it's not in the news. We tend to look at kids' brains or adolescents' brains and says, well, I say, well, they can't make good decisions. Well, they can. They just need to borrow a prefrontal cortex. And the prefrontal cortex they borrow is generally their parents. And so I'll tell parents, be sure and lend that to your children, meaning that you're with them when they go see movies, or you've been with them enough that they kind of have a framework to work with. So their world needs to be flooded with significant people. For all of human development, the, the basic two drives are the need to attach and the need to have a sense of self. The need to be a part and that is never more pronounced than in adolescence so the parent has to remember they've got to keep that attachment alive and well Aaron explained that even though many parents do want to keep an attachment with their kids they feel like they don't fit into the digital and social teen culture 
He said that if every adult in the community were to stay engaged in teenagers' lives, he thinks it would help. We've given up sometimes on like, well, I just don't understand teenagers. I just don't, well, we haven't tried. They're just people. We've given them over to their social networks and their smartphones and their, their internet connections and their MP3 players and their music. And we've given them over to that and taken a step back and let that be their guide as opposed to adults actively being guides in their life. And so just simply engaging and being present in a young person's life that a young person that is so desperate for direction, so desperate for companionship, so desperate to feel loved, they're hurting and confused and don't know where to go. And if there were some adults in their life who were just there, engaged, who could give them clear direction, who could give them a consistent answer about um, understanding depression, understanding the pressures they're under every day, understanding the, the messages that they're receiving from culture every day, and they're trying to decide if they should believe those messages, if they should follow those messages. What an unbelievable difference that that would be. And that's not just parents, not just moms and dads, even though that's important. It's every adult in the community. He said the pressures teens face cause a sense of hopelessness, and they just need help finding a sense of purpose or something to look forward to in the future. And that's where parents, people in the community, and organizations like Unite for Life can step in. When we're working with young people specifically, we will, not only will we deal with the circumstances that are causing them to be depressed and walk them through these painful situations, but at the same time, we also take them through exercises to help them establish identity so they have a sense of confidence in who they are and, and that they can believe in who they are. Um, we also establish in them a sense of future because the more that a young person has a big dream for the future, the more they will persevere when life is hard today. When a young person has no vision, no goals, no dreams for their future, there's no reason for them to keep fighting today. So yeah, if we were surrounded by friends and family and people in the community who we, we bound together to remind each other of that and to constantly build each other up, that alone would change the atmosphere of this community. If you'd like help or want to know more information about Aaron Chidester, log on to unite4life.com. Or for Diane Moore, log on to parenttalk.me. This is Nalene Frunk reporting for Coove.com.